0: welcome back to another installment of everything nhl the hockey hockey segment of the fantasy fanatics podcast uh i'm your host nathan and we're here with our hockey expert james kumar
1: hey what's up man
0: so so uh we're gonna preview the central division today and We'll start uh with the fantasy preview first. How does that sound?
1: Yeah, it sounds good. Let's hop right into it.
0: All right, so uh, we'll start with the Arizona Coyotes and um, what are their forwards looking like?
1: Yeah, so looking at this team in fantasy, there's not a lot of options, but there are a few guys I guess you can look at. Uh, for forwards, you got Nick Schmals. He should be the first line center there, and uh. His wingers should be Clayton Keller and Phil Kessel. Those two wingers are probably your higher scoring options. And then Schmals should definitely get in there. Um, and then in terms of second line, uh, it's really tough to see a lot of scoring. So I chose more guys that are like wild cards. Like Lawson Kraus could probably get you a lot of hits. So maybe if he has scoring, then you might be able to bank on him uh, for category coverage and then i know ryan dezingle he he was a really good scorer in ottawa and then he went to carolina didn't play as well so who knows how he's going to play with arizona but i guess he's another guy that you can just look out for
0: for sure and uh who do you have for defense
1: yeah defense uh it's not a lot here obviously they made a lot of trades traded a lot of guys out but I do have Jacob Chikrin who was their best defenseman last year. He was really solid in almost every category. You can definitely take him among like the top 15 to 20 defensemen. And then I got Shane Gostis bear here. He came in the trade with Philadelphia. Uh, he should have a bounce back. He should play on like the top or second power play as well. So he should have good category coverage. So it's most likely one of these two defensemen that you probably want to target from Arizona.
0: For sure. And, uh, What about their goalies?
1: Yeah, for goalies, um, it's going to be tough uh, to really target any of these guys. Um, Their goalies are Carter Hutton and uh, Yosef. I think it's like Koronar, Kozunas, something like that. I don't know how you say it. Uh, Different people pronounce it different ways, but um, you probably don't want to look at any of them. If you want to look at one of them, maybe Hutton on like a spot start or something, if they're playing like a, a team like Buffalo or like a lower end team. But even then, we don't know how good this Arizona team is going to be. So, yeah, I probably just want to touch uh, the goalies on this squad.
0: For sure. And uh, what about their rookie situation?
1: Yeah, for rookies, there's a couple guys here I like. Obviously, on the blue line, uh, Victor Soderstrom, uh, he's an up-and-coming defenseman for them. Uh, yeah, probably one of their top prospects. You definitely want to uh, target him, I guess, in um, deeper and um, dynasty leagues, and then as for standard leagues, only if he's getting the minutes. And then uh Jan Yannick, uh, he came up last uh, season and I believe he only played two games, but he scored two goals in those two games. So good start for him. He's still a rookie this year. Um, if he plays top six minutes, there's a chance he might be viable in fantasy, but just keep an eye on that.
0: For sure. It looks like um Arizona Coyotes. Um, I guess if you have like Um, maybe an extra draft draft pick, maybe near the end of the draft. They're kind of a team that you might want to take a chance on, but you definitely don't really want to be reaching from people from Arizona.
1: Yeah. I've seen people getting Kessel in the final round of their drafts. That's perfectly fine with me. He's going to get points, but he's been going that low. So if you can get him there, yeah, he should be a great option for your team. For sure.
0: And now we'll move on to Chicago and, um, there's quite a few forwards for this team
1: yeah this team should score a lot of goals this year they have a really solid forward group I didn't even name half of the the talent they have but I named the guys that should be in their top six so we've got uh, Patrick Kane obviously he's probably one of the 10 best scorers in the league you're probably getting him in the first round of your draft if you're taking him and he's probably your number one forward uh, you have jonathan taves it looks like he should be healthy coming back from that condition he was suffering last year where he missed the full season uh looks like he's got that all cleared up so hopefully he should be back uh, you got kirby dock who's a young center for this team he's going to be in the top six he's really talented um you should definitely target him as well you got alex de who was like top 10 in goals in the nhl last year uh, he's a natural goal scorer and he plays with patrick kane so you definitely want that high-end exposure. So he's definitely a really good player to pick on the wing. Dominic Kubelik, he was a solid category cover uh, player. He was in the top 100 in, in fantasy for category leagues in Yahoo last year. So he's another really solid player. And then I put Tyler Johnson there coming in that trade with the Tampa Bay Lightning. Obviously, he was playing like a third or fourth line role in Tampa Bay because of how deep they were. But coming into Chicago, he could end up playing in the top six. So I definitely like um what he could sort of bring in fantasy if not him maybe a guy like brandon hagel or or someone else but i think he's probably the guy to take a look at for forwards
0: for sure and um who do you see uh for defense
1: okay so for defense obviously seth jones comes in it's a huge trade he's going to be their number one guy he's going to play on the top power play unit he's going to replace guys like uh boquist and keith who were traded out so he's going to be the main featured guy there he's getting paid the money so definitely take him top 15 20 defenseman in fantasy this year um then you got connor murphy there as well he should chip in here and there um i maybe cover a few different categories uh, he's pretty decently uh decent uh, defensively as well so you can take a look at him and i threw jake mccabe up there because honestly it could be him or it could be a couple other guys that get in there. I'll mention one of the rookies after, um, but honestly, um, I guess for a third defenseman, McCabe might have a chance to be fantasy relevant.
0: For sure. And uh, I guess, uh, what's the goalie situation looking like?
1: Oh, goalie situation looks pretty solid uh, since Corey Crawford retired, honestly. Uh, they bring in Marc-Andre Fleury. It was a no-risk trade. They traded a prospect that wasn't going to make their team anyways. And they didn't know whether Fleury was going to, st- Decided to come back for another year. They thought he was going to maybe retire. But Fleury said, hey, I'm in Chicago now. I I want to play for this team. So he's going to be their starting goalie. He's the goalie of the year last year. He had some of the best stats. He took Vegas to the third round of the playoffs last year. I mean, you bring a guy into your locker room like him, your goaltending is going to be solid. Definitely target him in the top Five or ten goalies in fantasy, and then for his backup, Kevin Lankin, and he's one of the best handcuffed goalie uh, tandem uh, guys that you can have. Uh, it's pro- this is probably like a top five goalie tandem in the league. Both of these guys are excellent, they both should be owned in fantasy for sure.
0: Sounds good. And uh, what do you think about the goalies on Chicago?
1: Oh, you mean the rookies? Yeah, my bad. Yeah, so getting to the rookies, there's not a lot here because a lot of the young guys are second-year players, guys like Brandon Hagel, who I mentioned, and there are a couple others even on the blue line. So I just sort of dug a little deeper. Got uh, guys like Forward, McKenzie, and Whistle. Um, it is possible that he gets into some games. He probably won't be fantasy relevant. Probably just keep an eye on him. Probably don't draft him at all. And then you've got uh, Alec Regula on the blue line. It's another one of those guys, like a lot of their players are going to be second year players and not rookies. So um, it's really hard to really invest in these guys, but these are just a couple of guys that maybe you want to look out for.
0: All right. So I guess we can move on to Colorado. Um, another team with really good offense, but what are your thoughts on their forwards?
1: Yeah, honestly, I only have five forwards here, but there's definitely going to be some guys that should step up. I'll mention uh, a rookie as well later on, but yeah, Nathan McKinnon should be a first rounder, as well as Miko Rantanen. They're two of the top like ten scorers in the league. Rantanen was like top five in goals last year. Yeah, you got to draft them, and you got to draft them early if you are. Um, Then you got um, Gabe Landeskog. He's one of the best category uh, specialists. In the league, he can cover multiple categories. Pretty much every category is solid. Uh, You got Nazem Kadri, obviously, playoffs aside, um, where he gets suspended a lot during the regular season, you don't usually have to worry about suspensions with him. So if you draft him, you should be okay. You should be safe in that sense. He is going to produce. He also covers categories pretty well. Um, And then Andre Burakovsky, obviously, is one of the better scorers on this team as well. Um, he's going to score goals um, he's going to get points he's going to play on the power play so definitely draft him as well
0: for sure and uh what are your thoughts on the defense on this team
1: yeah there's a lot of good defensemen here i'll start with kale mccarr Uh, this guy should be like one of the top three defensemen off the board he's like a uh, a defenseman of the year candidate pretty much every year just because of the amount of points he can score. He's decent in his own end, should have a good plus-minus as well, playing for Colorado. So on the top power play, he's probably going to have like top three in power play points for defensemen. Yeah, you you got to take him if he's there on the board. Um, Sam Gerard, another solid option. He was really solid for plus-minus last year. Uh, he can cover categories pretty well, and he'll get you your fair share of points. I like him. Uh, you get Devon Taves there too. He came in that trade from the Islanders and he's just been solid ever since. So definitely target him. And then I put Bowen Byram here because I feel like he could take that step forward and maybe become the second best scoring defenseman on this team this coming season. Obviously his rookie year was sort of up and down. He dealt with injuries and stuff, but yeah, he should be really solid this coming season. So maybe in a late run, you could take a flyer on him.
0: For sure. And uh, what do you think about their goalies this year?
1: yeah goalies um of course they lost philip grubauer um to the seattle kraken where he signed there so they brought in uh, darcy kemper in a trade who yeah he's as solid as they come in terms of goalies it's just you just got to worry about injury with him as well as the backup pavel french souls who missed most of last season with an injury so if their goalies stay healthy yeah they're going to be solid you can be taking kemper in your top five goalies and Francois can be like that third goalie on your lineup because they also have a very good tandem. So, um, yeah, target both of these goalies. Um, yeah, but dial back expectations, you know, because of injuries and stuff. But else, yeah, they're solid.
0: For sure. And I guess now we can talk about the rookie.
1: Yeah, so for rookies, I got one guy, it's Alex Newhook. Uh, he could even move into that second line uh, spot there. Um, and he's going to produce, uh, he's one of the favorites for rookie of the year this coming year. Uh, guys like him, we talked about Caulfield, we talked about Nick Robertson, uh, guys like really high end forwards. He's one of those guys you definitely want to be targeting him. He should be drafted in almost every format just because of the exposure he's going to get playing on Colorado.
0: For sure. And uh, now we can move on to the Dallas Stars, um, another fairly deep team. Uh, what are your thoughts on the forwards?
1: Okay, so let's get to the forwards for the stars. There's a lot of good options here, actually. You got Tyler Sagan, obviously their number one center. He's coming back from injury. He says he's 100%. So he's pretty safe to draft. He's fallen you know, into the 60s, 70s range. That's a perfect place to take him. You could get value out of him. So I like that. You got Rope Hintz as well, who was one of their best forwards last year. Good category coverage player. The only issue is with him is staying healthy. Uh, so if he's in the lineup, he's going to be solid for you but just hope that he is uh, you got Jamie Ben here. I know he's on the older side, but he can still contribute um, in a few different categories. You definitely want to target him, you know, to the mid mid to late rounds of your draft. So that's sort of where he's going around right now. Um, you got Jason Robertson, who was uh, the runner up for rookie of the year last year. Um, he was such a solid fantasy scorer last year. He was one, one of the my championship teams last year. Uh, He was such a solid producer. I got him off the waiver wire. You're not going to be able to get him there this year because he is going in draft. So um, if you need a solid winger, definitely look at him. I got Joel Pavelski. Uh, I think he can play center and wing. I believe he had like 14 points in like his first seven games. Like he went on a tear this year. Obviously it came down a bit, but he is a solid player. He's probably going to be that second line center. You definitely want to target him. Then I got a couple wingers here. I got Alexander Radulov and Denis Garianov, two Russian forwards that are solid for the Stars. You just got to see which one's getting more opportunity, and that's the one that you got to target. But yeah, they're both normally really solid,
0: for sure. And uh, what do you think about their defense?
1: Yeah, looking at their defense, there's two main guys that are going to score for you in fantasy. That's John Klingberg and that's Miro Heiskanen. Um, honestly, target both of them. They're both really solid whether it's category coverage of any type. I know Klingberg might not hit a lot, but he should get more time on the power play than Haskinen. Uh, And he should score a little bit more than Haskinen. So they even out pretty well. So um, you're probably drafting at least one of them at a value, if not both of them. So definitely target them in drafts.
0: For sure. And uh, what are your thoughts on their goalies?
1: Yeah, goalies are very interesting here. There's actually four guys in the mix here. I'll start with Ben Bishop because he... If he's healthy, he's their starter 100%. The problem is it doesn't look like he's going to be healthy for most of, if not all, the season. You just got to keep an eye on that. Um, so, yeah, I probably wouldn't draft him unless you're in like, di- like maybe a keeper dynasty league. It just depends on if you want to hold on to him. I don't know how much juice he's got left in the tank in terms of his career. Um, I'd probably go with Anton Hudobin if you're going to draft anyone. And then in terms of the backup, it could be Jake Ottinger. They could send him to the minors and start Holtby as the backup. It just really depends. There's, it's kind of muddy in terms of the backup. So probably the only goalie I'd draft in like standard formats would be Anton Hudobin.
0: For sure. And uh, I guess, what are your thoughts on the rookies?
1: Yeah, I didn't really find a significant rookie that's going to make a huge impact. Um, I went with Ty DeLandria just because he's like one game over the rookie eligibility. So he's technically still a rookie, but not according to NHL standards. Um, yeah. If he finds his way further up in the lineup, he could be fantasy relevant. Probably wouldn't draft him unless I'm in like keeper or like deep leagues, but probably just keep an eye on him. Maybe like watch list or something.
0: For sure. And I uh, guess now we can move on to another really deep team of uh, the Minnesota wilds. Um, I guess, what are your thoughts on the forwards?
1: Yeah, forwards for the Minnesota Wild. Um, Kirill Kaprizov, um, it's pretty much up in the air with him right now. Uh, as of this recording, he has not signed his contract extension. Um, him returning to the this team is going to be dependent on how well this team does. This team should be a top three team in the division. If he is playing, they're very solid all the way through. Um, so he's the top fantasy player. He's like a point-per-game player. It's probably. Getting drafted maybe the third or fourth round, definitely really solid. Um, then you got Joel Eriksson, who sort of had a breakout last year at the center spot. If he ends up being that number one center with Kaprizov, that could go a long way to him having a breakout year. So definitely keep an eye on that. Uh, Kevin Fiala is the second best scorer on this team after Kaprizov. So you definitely want to be drafting him. Um, He's getting a lot of good looks on the power play as well so you should put up power play points for you and um, yeah him and Kaprizov are going to be going back and forth in terms of goals so definitely really solid. Um, You got Matt Zuccarello as well he has that chemistry with Kaprizov so they're probably going to end up being on the same line which is great exposure so you definitely want to target him to the mid late rounds of your draft. And then I put Jordan Greenway here. He had a really solid year last year. He's one of those category coverage guys where he can get you hits and shots and those kind of things. So in the later rounds, you're sort of looking for guys that can fill out the categories you don't have. So he might be one of those guys. And then um, I just put Victor Rask there just because it looks like he is going to play in the top six. And if he plays with Kaprizov again, he is going to be fantasy relevant. So he's probably that sixth forward there that I might want to look at.
0: For sure. And uh, what are your thoughts on their defense?
1: Yeah, their defense is really solid. They don't have one high-end guy, but they have like three really solid guys that can get you value in fantasy leagues. Jonas Brodeen, Matt Dumba, and Jared Spurgeon. Honestly, it just depends on what you're looking for in terms of categories, but all three of them are really solid. I think Brodeen really specializes in like plus minus. And then Dumba, he'll get goals, he'll get hits, that kind of thing. Spurgeon is more of an all-around fantasy player where he covers different bases uh in terms of the categories. But yeah, those are probably the three guys you'd be looking at.
0: For sure. And I guess for goalies, uh audience probably already knows, but still say it.
1: Yeah, Cam Talbot, he's the starter there, really solid. It's like a top 10 or 15 goalie going off the board in fantasy. He definitely should be at least. And then you got Capo Kako, um who is a really solid backup he's going into his second season in the league um he's one of those guys that yeah you can have as a third goalie on on one of your teams uh they're a solid tandem when he plays he's going to have a a great chance of getting wins for you getting good averages and so on so yeah he's definitely a guy you want to look at as well
0: for sure and uh what are your thoughts on the rookies this year
1: all right so let's take a look at the rookies uh really two solid players coming up. Uh, Center Marco Rossi, he could find himself taking Victor Rask's spot in the top six in terms of center. He's really talented. If he can sort of find his game, maybe get chemistry with someone like Fiala or Kaprizov, he'll definitely be fantasy relevant and potentially in the running for rookie of the year. Um, And then I put Kalen Addison here. He's an up and coming defenseman for this team. If he gets an opportunity to play, he definitely could make an impact. So definitely keep an eye on him as well.
0: For sure. And uh, now we're going to move on to the Nashville Predators. And uh, what are your thoughts on their forwards so far?
1: Yeah, um, their forwards, it's a little dry in my opinion, but there are some good names here. Um, Philip Forsberg, obviously, is their best forward for fantasy. He's going to score points. He's going to chip in, in a lot of different categories. You definitely want to take a look at him on the left wing. Then you got Luke Cunning there who really had a breakout last year. He's definitely going to be a top six winger for them as well. So he's another guy you target a bit later and you might get a lot of value from him. Um, then there are two centers, Matt Duchesne and Ryan Johansson. Obviously they, they sort of had down years for the last year, last couple years. Um, I think Duchesne has a little bit more upside than Johansson, but Johansson's more of like the safer option. If that makes sense. Uh, there are more guys that like, if you need like a center late, I think some of them can play center wing. I know Duchesne might have wing eligibility. I'm not sure. Yeah, maybe you target them late. And then uh, Eli Tolvin in here, uh, he had a breakout year last year as well on the wing. Uh, They might need him to step up and give them some goal scoring. He'll be playing on the power play as well. So definitely target him. He should be really solid for you.
0: For sure. And uh, what are your thoughts on their defense?
1: Yeah, Roman Yossi is like a top 15 defenseman. Just lock and load him in your lineup. He's probably going to be one of the top defensemen on your team. Uh, he was defenseman of the year two years ago in, in the NHL. So, yeah, everyone knows what he can do in terms of scoring. He covers pretty much every single category, one of the more safer picks. Uh, and then you got Matthias Ekholm, who's probably that second guy since Ryan Ellis is gone. Uh, you'll get some scoring from him, but you'll get good plus minus. And you should get other stats as well. Um, And I put Dante Fabro there because he's sort of stepping into that third defenseman role for this team. Uh, there is a chance that his scoring does go up this season and that should help his fantasy value. So he's more of like a late round or deeper league kind of guy.
0: For sure. And uh, what are your thoughts on their goalies?
1: Yeah, their goal their goalies got a lot more solid. Uh, UC Saros just really broke out last year and became one of these goalies that can like steal games. He had great averages last year. He got wins, he got shutouts. Um, Yeah, he's really looking like a solid fantasy option. He should be taking top 15, 20 goalies for sure. Um, Even uh, if Nashville doesn't perform as well this year as they did last year, he should still be really solid. He's a really solid player. He's got defense in front of him as well. So um, if Nashville loses, it's not going to be because they were giving up a lot of goals. It was because they weren't able to score. But yeah, he's really solid. His backup's David Riddick, who obviously had a down year last year, split between Calgary and Toronto. So I'm not sure how he's going to perform this year. Hopefully Nashville's defense will be able to give him some support, but I probably wouldn't draft him. He's probably one of those like waiver wire pickups or whatever.
0: Yeah. And I guess uh, what are your thoughts on the rookies?
1: Yeah. So for rookies, I didn't really find a lot of guys I thought would have an impact. I put Philip Tomasino here because there is a chance he makes this roster. And if he does, he could really help the scoring on this team if he somehow makes it and becomes a top six forward, then yeah, he's one of these guys you can target on the waiver wire. But I think unless you're in a dynasty league, you probably shouldn't be drafting him.
0: for sure. And I guess now we can move on to the St. Louis blues. Um, I guess, what are your thoughts on their forwards?
1: Yeah. So forwards here, I got Ryan O'Reilly solid center covers. Most categories definitely should be a guy that's targeted in fantasy I got Braden Shen here as well. I guess more of the same. A lot of these St. Louis forwards can cover a lot of categories. David Perron's probably their best scorer. You'll get power play points with him as well. You'll get a lot of shots. Definitely a guy that you should be looking for as well. Um, Brandon Saad, he came from Colorado. He had a great year there. Hopefully, he should be able to continue uh, in St. Louis uh, scoring-wise. And then Vladimir Tarasenko, obviously, he's fallen off the last couple of years. Might have to do with all these shoulder surgeries he's been having. Um, but yeah, he really hasn't looked the same. Obviously, he still has that scoring potential. So if you draft him, uh, he should provide decent scoring for you. And then Pavel Buzhnevich is their new acquisition from the New York Rangers. Um, if he ends up on that top line with O'Reilly and Perron, then he could definitely cash in for you being big time in terms of scoring. Uh, he was solid last year with the New York Rangers. So definitely should be a guy that's targeted as well.
0: For sure. And uh, what are your thoughts on their defense?
1: Yeah, um, their defense is actually pretty solid in terms of fantasy value. Like Tory Krug, um, ever since he came from Boston, obviously he hasn't reached that scoring with St. Louis, but he's still a solid scorer. He's going to be on that top power play. Uh, I really like him for fantasy. Uh, Justin Falk had a big breakout last year where he was scoring a whole leap of points. Um, No one expected that from him ever since he came from Carolina. He didn't really fit in as well with St. Louis until last season. So I really liked how he played there. And then Colton Pareko, obviously, um, he's going to get you hits, he's going to get you some shots. Uh, it's plus minus always really solid. He's just one of those guys you throw at the end of your 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 blue line uh, in terms of defensemen that you draft. He might be like that third or fourth defenseman you have um, even in deeper leagues. And, you know, he's going to provide you with the stats. So those three guys are the ones that I like.
0: For sure. And uh, what are your thoughts on the goalies?
1: Yeah, so for goalies, Jordan Bennington, I've seen him ranked outside the top 15 goalies. I think people are underestimating underestim- him a, a, a little bit because he was really solid in the playoffs last year. He was solid in the playoffs during their Stanley Cup run. Um, I know the regular season he was up and down, but he's a very good goalie. He's still developing. He's still very young. He's got a good defense in front of him, good set of defensive forwards in front of them as well. So, I mean, he's a guy that you might be getting value on. If you take him as your second goalie, um, he might be like uh, – just as good as whoever your number one is like if you took like a, a Marc-Andre Fleury as your number one you come back with like a, a Jordan Binnington as your number two they could both really be solid for you so I like him and then uh Billy Huso probably shouldn't be drafted he doesn't play a lot and even when he plays it's been up and down so probably just Binnington from this team
0: for sure and uh, what are your thoughts on the rookies
1: yeah, so for rookies, I have a couple guys here, Clem uh, Coston as uh, a forward coming up for them. Uh, I think he got a bit of playing time last year. He should still be rookie eligible, so probably just keep an eye on him and then, I guess in terms of defense, I have Scott Perunovic here. He's one of their more up and coming uh, defensive prospects. um if he gets playing time, you might be able to look at him, but most likely just sort of keep him on the waiver and maybe on your watch list for
0: sure and uh. What are your thoughts on – wait, you talked about the rookies already. So we'll move on to the Winnipeg Jets. Um, I guess what are your thoughts on the forwards?
1: Yeah, they got solid forward options here. I'll start with Mark Scheifele. their top center. He's pretty much good for a point every single game. Uh, yeah, there's not much more I can say. He plays on the top power play. He gets shots. Plus minus has always been good for the most part. Yeah, he's a guy that you got to be targeting like the first three or four rounds for sure. Um, Kyle Connor, one of the best scorers in the league. Um, He's really uh, like so solid. You can count on him for goals like all the time. Power play, no matter what it is, he's going to get you shots as well. Definitely one of the best scorers in the league. Um, Nikolai Ehlers sort of had that breakout year last year. Um, He's another solid scorer for them. He plays wing on that second line. You definitely want to take a look at him. Uh, Paul Stasny, the second line center, obviously he's on the older side. Um, But if you're looking for sort of some depth, maybe in the later rounds of your draft, you can maybe take a look at him. Um, Blake Wheeler, still really solid on the wing for them. He plays on that first line with Ealers or with uh, Shifley and Connor, my bad. And it looks like he doesn't want to age. So until he ages, uh, you should be drafting him um, as one of your top wingers. And then I put Pierre Luc Dubois here, obviously. He came over in that trade with Columbus uh, for Patrick Liney, and he just really didn't seem to fit in. Maybe waiting a year, he might fit in a lot better this coming season. He's one of those category coverage guys as well, who is a pretty decent scorer when, when he is on. So, yeah, you definitely got to take a look at him for fantasy as well.
0: For sure. And uh, what do you think about their
1: defense? Yeah, so for their defense, you're probably not going to get a lot of high-end scoring. I have Josh Morrissey here just because he is their best defenseman and he will chip in for certain categories uh, on your team. Uh, I also put Neil Pionk, who's probably the best offensive guy you could get from this defense. Uh, he should be drafted as well. He's probably like your second or third guy, most likely on your fantasy team, but still really solid. And I put Logan Stanley here because I think this is his second season. Uh, He sort of uh, really emerged in the playoffs last year as a solid option. Um, He should be able to contribute in hits, shots, potentially goals and points as well. So definitely take a look at him. He might be one of these like sleeper defenseman picks.
0: For sure. And uh, what do you think about the goalies on this team?
1: yeah, Connor Hellebuck should be like a top five goalie going off the board in drafts. He's just so solid. He's pretty much the heartbeat of this team at this point. Uh, The only reason they would even have a chance of making the playoffs is because they have him. He's just so good. He's goalie of the year, I believe, a couple seasons ago. Really solid. Um, Eric Comrie is the only other goalie on their depth chart, so he's probably the backup. Honestly, I wouldn't put a lot of stock into him. Hellebuck's going to start the majority of the games, so he probably shouldn't be owned in most leagues.
0: And uh, what are your thoughts on the rookies?
1: Yeah, I'll start with Billy Hainola, big-time defensive prospect coming up. Um, if he gets into this lineup, there's a chance he's fantasy relevant right away. So in dynasty leagues, he should be owned. Deeper leagues, he should be looked at. And I guess for shallow leagues, maybe put him on a watch list or something, but he should be really solid. And then for forward, I put Cole Perfetti here. Uh, He's an up-and-coming center for them. In the future, he should be able to take that second center spot from Stasny. Um, Yeah, definitely take a look at him. If he manages to crack the lineup this year, he should be uh, a guy that might end up being fantasy relevant by the end of the season.
0: For sure. And uh, that about wraps up, um, I guess, the fantasy preview portion of um, the of this week. So we'll go into, I guess, kind of some an early projected standings. Um, we'll go, I guess, three teams at a time and um, I'll start first. And uh, I guess my first three teams would be, I guess, Colorado, Minnesota, and Dallas. Um, Colorado, um, really good offense. I think they ended up finishing first. Well, they were tied for first um, with Vegas in the West last year, they both had 82 points. So um, I feel like Colorado is probably the strongest team um, in this division, even though there's a lot of strong teams, but I feel like Colorado is still the strongest. And uh, Minnesota, they're also um, another really strong team ended up getting 75 points in the West as well. And I guess for my third I put Dallas and even though they only finished um, just outside of the central division last season, they probably had the hardest season out of any team, in my opinion. Um, A lot of injuries, the snowstorm, COVID, I don't think a lot of teams would have been able to perform um, even at their, their level so. I feel like if Dallas is fully healthy, they should be able to finish in the top three, but um, we'll go to you.
1: Yeah, the Central Division is very interesting this year. There's a lot of good teams here. I think seven out of the eight teams actually have a chance of making the playoffs, in my opinion. So this is going to be a really tough division. Um, Five teams might get in, maybe four teams might get in, depending on the Pacific Division, but we'll have to see. Yeah, I got Colorado at number one as well. Like you said, they're the top offensive team. Might... Even be the top offensive team in the whole league. But definitely in this division, they are, their defense is also pretty solid as well, even though the, a lot of the guys are young. And it l- looks like if Darcy Camper is healthy, they got a solid goalie too. So there's no reason why they can't finish first uh, in this division. Um, I put St. Louis at second just because I, I really believe that this team is still strong, um, even though they are like two or three years removed from their Stanley Cup run. Um, they have a good goalie in Bennington. They have solid defense. Guys we mentioned Krug, Falk, Pareco. And then forward group is also really solid with guys like O'Reilly, um, Perron, and just go down the list. Tarasenko is still there. So yeah, they have guys, they just need to avoid injuries. They had a lot of injuries last year, which made them drop a bit in the standings. But I do like St. Louis as a as a team. I definitely think they're really solid. They're well coached as well. Um, and then yeah, I have Minnesota at number three. A bit really depending on Kirill Kaprizov uh staying with this team. He's gotta sign that contract soon as we speak. Like I said, uh he hasn't signed it. So he's really he's really the the heartbeat of this team. He's the guy that needs to be in there and, and lead this team and not just scoring, but I guess just overall feel. So if, if he is there, yeah, they should be a top three team in this division.
0: For sure. And I guess I'll go um for my four, five, and six. So for fourth, I have Nashville. Fifth, I have St. Louis. Sixth, I have Chicago. Um, Nashville, mainly, I put them at fourth because of their points. I think they're a pretty um, underrated team, and they're, I think they are kind of a playoff p- potential team that might be a little bit overlooked. And for St. Louis, I put them at fifth. I think this is going to be probably the lowest that you'd see them ranked anywhere they could potentially finish higher than fifth, a lot higher. But I guess just based on their, um, I guess, play, I mean, their regular season record last year, I decided to put them at fifth. Chicago, I put at sixth. Um, I guess they're more of like a wild card, if that makes sense. Um, They do have um, Marc-Andre Fleury. They made a lot of off-season changes. So, again, they could uh, make... I guess a surprise, a lot of um, upsets in this division and they might finish a lot higher, but just not too sure about what their potential is going to be. So I put them at sixth, and uh, we'll go to
1: you. Yeah. um, I'm really liking Chicago this year. I put them at number four and I guess this is just assuming that, yeah, Jonathan Taves does come back fully healthy. Um, Their team in general is fully healthy because I know Kirby Doc wasn't last year. Obviously, Seth Jones has to be that rock solid defenseman that they brought him in to be. And then obviously Marc-Andre Fleury still has to be the guy for them in goal. A lot has to go right, but I feel like if it does, they should be one of the, the playoff teams in this division. So I did put them at number four. Um, for number five, I put Winnipeg. I guess the reason I put them at number five is because of Connor Hallibuck. He's one of these goalies that can just drag a team that might not even be as good as other teams. Although the Jets, they are strong offensively. They might lack a bit of depth, I guess, in their secondary scoring. Their defense is still kind of young, but I guess other than that, they are pretty decent. So I did put them at number five. Um, I put Dallas at number six. Um, They have a lot more depth than a lot of these other teams, but we don't know the goaltending situation. Um, It's just, it's really tough for me to sort of put them above some of these other teams. Obviously they could finish as high as maybe third in this division. I don't know if they'll finish second, but third is probably the highest where I'd put them. Um, Like I said, two to seven is just really tough ranking these teams. They're all pretty much equal uh, in different ways. So yeah, Dallas. They have good depth, but uh, I don't know that that high end, uh, um, ex- like that high end talent. Uh, if that makes sense, it's just not there, and the goaltending is a little questionable for me. So I have them at six.
0: Sure, and I guess I'll talk a little bit about seven and eight. So, seventh is the Winnipeg Jets for me, and I have um, Arizona at eighth. Um, For seventh, I guess, uh, the Winnipeg Jets, they are a pretty strong team, ended up finishing third in the North. Um, They only ended up getting 63 points, though, and I guess the other strongest strong teams were, well, Toronto and Edmonton, obviously, they're really strong teams. Um, Montreal is also pretty strong, but I feel like um, this division is going to be tougher than the North division was um, last season. So... Not really too sure um, how well they'd be able to to do in this division. And I guess for um, Arizona, they're uh, rebuilding at the moment. So I don't think making a playoff push is going to be on their radar this season. So I decided to put them at eighth.
1: Yeah, so for number seven, I put Nashville, not because they're a bad team. It's just I didn't know who to put at number seven. All these teams are pretty equal. guess the only thing for me about nashville is i guess their inconsistency with scoring um yeah i know luke cunning really broke up for them last year told and did too but i feel like they still lack a lot of depth in terms of scoring obviously defense they're solid goaltending they're solid but it's just that lack of scoring for me like with dallas and nashville they could be playoff teams but they gotta they gotta overperform in certain areas like for goaltending for dallas uh it's gotta be like short up and then for for nashville they got to be able to score so if i have to put someone at seven i think a lot of people are expecting nashville to, to jump out which is why you said they're more underrated and uh, they could actually be one of the more solid teams like they have been over the past few years they could still be that team so um yeah i had to put someone at number seven so i put nashville there um number eight i agree with you arizona rebuilding obviously they traded out a bunch of talent they got draft picks um their first and second line it's kind of depleted obviously Kessel's still there Clayton Keller and others but uh, they just really don't have it on the blue line obviously Chikrin one of the more solid defensemen in the league they just don't have a lot and then for goaltending it's almost like they didn't even try they brought in Carter Hutton who had a really bad year for Buffalo last year and uh Joseph uh, Korinar Kozanash, however you say his name, he was not a really solid backup for the Sharks last year. He just came in sort of last minute to be the backup when they traded out Dubnik. I really don't know what to expect from this team, but what I'll the the main thing I can say is that they're probably going to be last,
0: for sure. And I guess, do you have any um, last thoughts about this division?
1: yeah this is probably the most hard-fought division there's probably going to be five playoff teams from this division obviously the top three division teams and then probably the two wild card teams are going to come from this division uh that's pretty much what i can say um yeah colorado should finish first barring any major injuries um and then the the next what is it four spots next four playoff spots is going to be filled um between yeah those six teams uh any one of them, whether it's St. Louis, Minnesota, Chicago, uh, Winnipeg, Dallas, or Nashville, they're all good enough to be playoff teams in my opinion, but some of them are going to have to miss the playoffs this coming season.
0: Yeah, I feel like this is going to be the division where it's where it's like you see teams that, I mean, all of them were in the playoffs last year, so obviously there's only so many spots. So it's going to be um, really unfortunate to see teams that, um, they were in the playoffs last year and they didn't make it. Not because they're bad, but just because of how um, deep this division is.
1: Yeah, I think um, yeah, no Dallas and Chicago barely missed, but uh, they were in the playoffs two years ago in the the bubble situation. So yeah, all these teams have been in the playoffs the like either last year or the last couple seasons. So yeah, um, they're all really solid teams. They're all teams when healthy that should be playoff teams. So there's probably gonna be a team in there that's not gonna be healthy. And it's really gonna make them suffer, I guess.
0: Yeah, I feel like um injuries is probably gonna be the biggest factor for this division out of all of them.
1: Yeah, I think I agree. Uh, we mentioned fantasy options. Some of these guys are gonna take that next step because of injuries. So definitely keep an eye on some of those rookies.
0: For sure. And I guess that about um wraps up. Um, the Central Division preview for this week. So um, if you liked what you watched, um, definitely subscribe, hit the bell for notifications, leave us a review, a like, give us your thoughts on the Central Division in general. Um, Tell us who your favorite players are. uh, Tell us who you think is one to eight. And um, if you liked listening, you can follow us on Spotify, and you can also follow us on Apple Music and Google Podcasts. And if you need some sports picks, um, follow us at FanFanPodcast on both Twitter and Instagram. And we'll see you guys next week.